0: Welcome back to um, An Honest Conversation. I know you guys have never been here before, so welcome. Thank you. Um, introduce everyone. So name, group member number. Is there uh, an order?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> or uh, equal? Nathan, the ringleader. Um, <laughs> probably the best looking term, then. Yeah, um, I'm Ben. Yeah, and I'm Mason.
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome. So first and foremost... Do you want to just start about what you guys do? You don't have to go into the whole origin story, but just let me know what you guys, what's the message?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So Speaking Shows is a mental health organization. Um, we started it last year. Um, and our main goal is to bring awareness to mental health within our community and highlight that our problem shared is a problem health. So. Yeah, we're
2: all um, three school teachers, so it sort of comes. Oh no, I didn't know that! Yeah, That's so cute! Three school teachers. Um, so we've come together and said being a teacher would be great, but what more can we do? And we've always had a pretty tough last couple of years of COVID, um, and we've seen how COVID has affected the kids at school, so we're pretty motivated to get speak and share going.
3: Yeah, we've got a few different ways that we want to impact people through the different programs that I'm sure we'll go into a bit later.
0: Um, your primary school?
2: Or high school. Nathan and I are secondary, and Mason's probably... That's yeah.
0: really cute. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I want to know more. Um, first and foremost, I will say a trigger warning for those who are listening. Um, if notions of suicide, depression, anything to do with mental health, kind of, you know, in the headspace, listen, just swipe off and watch Spongebob or something. Um, I support <laughs> it. So, yeah, go on to why you started, who started, who came up with the idea... And how it kind of formed between you three because I, I'm sure you <clears throat> all have other friends as well
1: yeah yeah absolutely so not one of us started it ourselves we started it all together um, it was probably middle of last year where we just came together and you said, you know like what more can we do like we, we're teachers it's going to be great but you know we want to influence people um, our community our friends and family um, and we just said you know people around us are struggling at the moment. And at the time, we didn't really have too much of an idea of, you know, what speaking & Share would become. We just started off by making a little Instagram video, we posted it, and then we saw the support just flood in from our, our community and our friends and stuff, and people thought this was great. And it just gave us a lot of motivation to, you know, keep pushing forward. And every day, like, we come up with a new idea at the moment, and mm. we're pretty clear on what speaking Share will be going forwards, um, and that's a school program and a sporting club program, and hopefully nationwide, so...
3: Yeah,
2: that's the goal. Yeah, we sort of had um, personal trauma in our own life. Um, we won't go into too much detail, but I lost one of my friends to suicide um, at the end of 2020. So, like in the middle of lockdown, Nate's parents split up. Um, and then Mace, um, his cousin, passed away in a workplace accident. Um, so, that obviously affected us pretty heavily um, and were our main motivations behind getting Speak and Cheer going. Um, my mate lost his life due to mental health issues. Um, that obviously affected me pretty heavily. Um, And my friend Josh who passed away didn't feel like he could speak and share and talk about his mental health. Um, So that was my main motivation behind starting it and then yeah, Nathan may say there are any issues that uh, has motivated them.
3: Yeah, and we kind of said that we've got our stories and we believe everyone's got a story to tell. So no one's story is more important than the person next to them. So if we can provide a platform for people to open up and share their story then we'd be pretty proud to do so.
0: So tell me what As you said, you want to do school programs and a sporting club and stuff like that. Tell me what that entails for you guys. Like, what is that? How do you? How are you going to relate that to mental well-being and speaking and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, so when we went to school ourselves, like, we had no idea what mental health was. No, there's nothing. Oh, like that? We'd ever our mental health would ever be challenged in our everyday life. So it's not really covered in curriculum at all. Oh, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, at all. So he said, you know, like. We, we're working in schools ourselves. We can see like, the challenges that kids have every day. And we said, you know, we've got to help these kids somehow. Like, we've got to bring awareness, um, education, whatever it be. For us, it's going to be awareness, um, just to provide an insight into what mental health is and that, you know, you can lean on your mate around um, in a hard time or you can check in with your mate. So that's the main one. We wanted to be a school program. And, and just normalizing conversations around mental health.
2: Um, at all ages, obviously, our local sporting club program, you're going to be talking to people that are 50 plus. Um, so just normalising that everyone's got something going on in their own life, and it's completely fine to talk about your
3: issues. We've been involved in schools for a fair few years now. From what we've seen, people come out, and there's a lot of great programs that come out and do a lot of great things. But yeah. we thought there was a real need for three young males to come out and have that impact oh, on Oh, definitely.
0: I don't think I... Well, I wasn't in school that long ago. I was in school not that long ago. What well, I graduated 2019. I think the only talk I got was don't do heroin. Yeah. I was like, not doing it. Um, oh good thank you. Um, it was nothing about mental health and I said and I went to a private school, like not it wasn't that it was unfunded or whatever like that, I had plenty of money, but they never bought in programs about mental health. Like yeah. there was the counselling, odd counselor kind of recommendation, but that's pretty much it. I
2: think most of the presenters that come to schools sort of talk down at the kids. Whereas mm, our definitely. program is going to be the kids up up and moving, like a nice vibe sort of music going in the background. Yeah, I love it. Making a positive experience instead of just an
1: old dude and an old girl coming in and just lecturing down the kids. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, we'll facilitate, obviously, the program, but it's up to them to really buy in and, you know, run it themselves. So that old crusty man at the front isn't talking to them too. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I
0: swear all I got talked to was, don't do heroin and... Make sure to do compounding interest. Yeah, literally. like cool. I still don't have no fucking <laughs> idea. Like, did not listen. Um. So yeah, there is definitely a need to, and especially from males. Um. And you guys are pretty young as well, so it's a fantastic. Like, I swear, if the boys at my school saw that, it would have been a very different story. Um. Because mm. I know that that culture was, and I, I remember seeing on your page, um, an article written about like you guys kind of changing that footy culture and stuff like that. So. What does that mean to you? And what was like your experiences with that kind of culture in school?
2: I think they're getting better footy clubs. Um, obviously when our parents are playing out, dads are playing footy clubs in environments where blokes couldn't talk about their shit. Mm. I think it's definitely getting better, but it's definitely nowhere where it should be. Yeah. Um, so with our footy club program, or like a sporting club program, similar to our school program, we open up and talk about our own vulnerabilities and that sort of creates an environment where everyone else feels comfortable and opens up. And brings everyone a lot closer and again just normalises the conversation around mental health. And once we leave and exit the club, hopefully the club continues those conversations and it goes a long way to to helping the the teammates
1: and the people around the club. Yeah, there's still certainly like that stigma attached to footy clubs, Um, and people perceive footy clubs as you know sometimes a toxic place to be around and stuff. But where the work that we've seen and done so far, we've seen how like ready these clubs are to buy in and really change this perspective of footy clubs. Yeah. And it's been bloody incredible, That's like, been awesome. We we like our main activity is breaking, um, males and females off into groups of three and giving them prompted questions to talk about their mental health or talk about the hardest day in their life or what they're m- the most proud of, and like, it literally warms our heart to see how invested these people are, and you know everyone just wants to stop and talk, but often they don't feel comfortable to do so. So if we can bring that into their environment, yeah. Um, it's infectious as well. Once one person's vulnerable, the rest Oh yeah, sure. Thing. Yeah. And what so. we've
3: seen is body well, pods are such a powerful place, and they can be. And you spend a lot of time there, so if you haven't, yeah, really important environment that you're a part of, and it's really powerful to to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. I feel like that's a great idea. Although, like, there can be some negative connotations of like separating guy and girl in like that type of aspect, I think is
1: actually great because- Yeah, no, the ones that we've done have been males and females connecting together as a football and a netball club. Yeah. Um, definitely not trying to break the males off into groups or the females off into groups. It's all inclusive. And yeah, we're, we initially speak and share, we said, be three males, we'll connect with males more, but our message yeah. has connected so well with females. Um, yeah, i found out it. Yeah, obviously there's a challenge with um, trying to break that stigma with males you know, every female has a boyfriend, a dad, a brother, an uncle. So if we can help influence them, then they can help us influence the males. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true as well.
0: So what who came up who said to each other, let's do this? Who said let's make an organization? And was it always an organization or was it more just a, you wanted to chat to a footy club or?
2: We all went to the NT uh, during 2020, so I stayed to Victoria after lockdown. Um, we played a bit of footy up there and I did my last placement up there for uni. And then we sort of come back uh, at the end of 2020. I reckon it was probably Feb of 2021. So last year, um, Nathan Mason just finished the year before uni and I finished the year before that when I was up in Darwin. Um, and obviously loved the idea of being a teacher. Um, I just thought there was a gap in the market for mental health um organizations like there's obviously a lot of great organizations that do stuff for mental health like beyond blue But there's nothing that really targets schools heavily or sporting clubs so i sort of grew from there we all just
1: got together it wasn't one i was just said like like, let's do this was all us together yeah and like we looked around and like we looked at like how well inspired employee were doing with their humor and stuff and like let's capture like some of our own humor Mm. but attach it with like a mental health message yeah and hopefully that all like there's no one else is really doing that we didn't think and we want to try to desensitise the issue and bring humour into it. So that's yeah. sort of how it started. And honestly, we had no idea what it was going to become, um, did we, like, at all. No. Well, our first post was just our logo,
2: which is on the cigar, And I think yes. the caption was just three mates, one aspiration. Yeah, so And there was, cute. like, 450 shares of that post. And wow. no one knew, like, what it was. And at the time, we were just like, oh, we'll create this Instagram, put some videos up and see how we yeah. go. And now it's close to becoming a full-time job, which is mm-hmm.
1: scary, but yeah. really exciting.
3: And that's what yeah. I'm proud of, being three young guys that had this goal and
1: now we're here. Yeah. It, was, it was bloody scary to do, so, like, our, one of our first videos was us sharing our story and, you know, we were super vulnerable and, like, Ben was crying on this video and we put it all together and we're like, fuck, like, are we legit going to, like, mm. put this out? And we did it and we were sitting there with goosebumps and we're like, in an hour, like, it'd been just so many messages, so much support, people were sharing around, we're like, all right, we're like
3: we're doing this yeah
1: we we got to keep doing
2: this and i think it got a lot of people through lockdown like we're making mm. videos during lockdown mm-hmm. uh um, we're catching up illegally it was <laughs> illegal. <laughs> um, making videos We're oh, so and everyone was struggling so our videos is definitely something that we're going to try and continue doing just yeah put some um positivity and some humor into our videos which people relate to which is good mm.
0: yeah i watched them the other day because obviously i was like looking back at
1: things they're getting better all right <laughs> no no they're good no they're great <laughs> no no they're <laughs> hilarious i loved it um
0: honestly those type of videos do so well like people don't really want to read things mm. and things so it's definitely yeah. i loved that um but going into what you said like you said it was difficult kind of being vulnerable and stuff like that and that, that video i want to go in the challenges of mm. doing what you do now and Obviously, you can talk about with the with the merch or with whatever you feel. What was the challenge of challenge of doing this?
1: I guess, like, personally, it was like the fear of judgment, I guess, at the start. Like, you know, putting your story out there. But once we sort of got past that first barrier, it was like, everyone was so supportive. And then the other one's just been like, financially, like we started this yeah. um, together and we haven't had any funding or anything. We've just had the support of our community to help us keep pushing. Um, and hopefully, one day we can get a grant or like a government grant to support us. And you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that'll that be our dream to get mm-hmm. like a nice grant, which then can allow us to go around to like every club in Victoria or Australia and present to those clubs. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, we're still trying to work um, part time at school, obviously. Yeah. And we're juggling with this, but this is our, our main passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
3: Anyone else can say on back of that? It's just the everyday running of a business I yeah. guess that the things that pop up are unexpected and as they said, like the running costs and finding the time to do things. Like, as well as being you're a mental health organisation so you have to be accepting and welcoming to everybody and we represent, speak and share, so you're kind of on all of the time. So yeah. there's the challenges that come with that.
1: Yeah, like we're obviously not perfect individuals and but we're we're trying to like lead by example
3: absolutely and that's maybe why we are doing this that we represent that we are just the the normal average street blokes that that are down the street and we want that to be shown to people that we are just three guys and we're having a conversation around their mental health and how how that doesn't have to be this big scary elephant in the room that to talk about your mental health so if we can lead the way in that that's yeah part of what we want to do Mm.
0: and i was going to say that's a that's a really good point of like with Funding and stuff like that. I'll call the government. I'll let them know. Uh, I'll put some pressure on them. <laughs> it's actually the worst. Like honestly, especially you guys are not for profit. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're waiting on our DDR status status to become a charity. So okay, eventually. okay. It's quite a long process. It so, is,
0: yeah. yeah. So I looked into it as well, like just out of curiosity. I was like, oh, I want to look what the process yeah. is. Long one. Oh yeah. A oh, long one. Yeah, takes months. Yeah. So. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, j- juggling that with also doing a school, have you noticed with like your own teaching and stuff like that, do your students follow you? Do your students <laughs> know what you do? It's hard. Yeah, um, I want to know. Tell me kind of, the
2: gossip. Well, we're officially on TikTok. I never wanted to get TikTok. Oh, okay. So you're going to We're working with Jogledee, a big TikToker, and we've put all our videos and we've posted on Instagram onto TikTok, and yep. now uh, all the kids are starting to find us on TikTok and oh. saying, uh Mr. Skagger Dagger, or whatever they call That's it. That's hilarious. i Mr. Fish. Um, which is great but it's also like seriously help the kids as well like the kids come to us and talk about their mental health and they see these videos um, and just normalises again their conversations Mm around mental health especially with the year 12 students at the school that we're working at Um, they just go to a mate now and say I'm feeling shit I've got this going on because they've seen
1: our videos and they can just relate to it which is good yeah yeah we're working at a school last year and some of the teachers came up to us and said, oh, we, we posted our video the day before and the next day we were at school and the teachers came to us and said, you know, all the males are watching your video together and talking about it. Yeah. And like that gave us goosebumps. Mm-hmm. So like, that's so cool that these that's kids so cool. that we're teaching are watching our videos and talking about it and then starting the conversation. Mm-hmm. But the old one on TikToks, yeah, it's pretty funny. They're just it's like, they like, they asking me to make a TikTok at school, and so I was just like, oh my god, way. what about
0: you? Because you're with younger younger kids. Yeah,
3: so I'm probably a little bit young. I'm with eight and nine year olds, but okay. I think the parent uptake has been awesome, and yeah. they're almost proud to have a teacher that is so big on the well-being side of how they're going. Because obviously, we believe in how you're feeling is how you're going to act. Mm. So, and that's important for primary school kids. So yeah, they're proud to have. I guess, that approach to their, their, their kids' teaching. And
0: I remember talking to my psych about being young and, like, taking everything in. When you're, like, 7 to 12, you're literally a sponge. Absolutely. Taking in everything. Yeah. So, Even 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Again, we'll yeah
2: I and can. When I talk to my kids, we're obviously doing relief work, so we don't have our own classes. Okay. Um, I just tell them how important it is to look after mental health before. Like, don't worry about school. Don't give a fuck about school. Yeah. You which is, Kids put way too much pressure on themselves Yeah. Now. Make sure you're looking after your mental health first and then everything else will follow from there. I
0: actually did an episode with a friend, which will be posted before this one, um, about academic like pressure and stuff like that. Yeah. She got a scholarship to Melbourne and basically if she doesn't keep up with the score, she gets kicked out essentially. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's, it's crazy. Like, the system it's, needs a
2: revamp. But oh, yeah.
0: for sure. There's two different like extremes I feel like you can... Be way too caring about it, and then there's obviously something going on you don't give a fuck. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: So, it's definitely good to have it so early, and to have it older as well. It's not essentially old, older. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, when you're, when you're so young, you're such a sponge. <laughs> but, do you think that there's been like negatives on your mental health by doing it, or do you think it's been all positives?
2: Oh, it be taxing, I reckon. Yeah. We've had um, a few people message us on Instagram thinking that we're a health professional sort of thing, which obviously we're not, as we stated at the start. Um, we're just trying to start a conversation around mental health. Um, so hearing some of the messages that some people send us can be pretty full on or, yeah. or taxing, like not losing sleep over, but sort of like go to bed, hopefully the person's alright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we obviously refer them to Headspace, Lifeline, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can be taxing at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. it can be pretty like... Heavy to carry those sort of things, but you know we're we're directing those people to the right services that they need to reach out to, and you know we're just three everyday young males who aren't mental health professionals, but are trying to lead by example. But yeah, we're happy to help as many people as we want. It just it can be pretty taxing at times, mm-hmm. so it's just having that right balance at the moment. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I told them to mute it if they needed to like take a sip of water.
3: <laughs> that
0: was a very, it was a loud one. Was it? it wasn't going to go away.
3: <laughs>
0: it's okay, I need me. But yeah, I agree. I've had that before. Like people message me and stuff like that, thinking obviously you're a service or which is amazing that they feel like they can reach out, but also super taxing and also I don't know what to say half the time because. Obviously, you want to direct to the right resource, and that's so important, mm-hmm. but it's also, I feel like, blunt almost saying just move on kind of thing, like go here. 100%. 100%. So 100%. it's it's definitely
3: but, cool. To, yeah, to combat that, we have a good one on our website that we always direct people to, and we're really proud of the way our website is at the moment. And on there, we have a contacts page, and it has every service wow. on there, and you can just click a button, and it'll call the phone for you, as well as even podcasts on there that we recommend people to watch. So... To have those resources and we can direct people straight to that. It's a it's a helpful thing to have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just don't like the back end of the website. Just the just the, the running every day. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> when you sell a lot of things in a lot of little bit of minutes, then things it, go wrong. Yeah, the website crashed. Yeah. Well, that's it's in a in a good way to it's, it's a compliment. All I mean, part of your story. Yeah, it. Exactly, it means things you guys are wrong. doing well, and yeah. that's all that matters. But to go on to benefits, because I know we talked about the kind of consequences of what you do, besides obviously having that feeling of that you're doing something good. How has it improved like your relationship with your friends or your partners or your family? Because I know personally, my family are quite old fashioned. So it was difficult for me to start something like this and kind of, and even now they're still a bit, not, not weird about it, but they don't understand fully. But they support, so how is everyone's relationships with, with that now that you started this?
3: I think the, that was the big one for me is that there are a lot of old-fashioned people in what you do, so it's, I'm going to say cool in a way that we being three young males are educating these people on mental health and how easy it can be, so I guess just to pave the way is, that's a huge benefit yeah. why I'm doing this, it's, yeah.
2: yeah I think my social group, sorry, is definitely more open than they were previously, to so speak and yeah. share. Um, we all used to close closed books before our friend George passed away and since he's passed and I'll create a speak and share it's just like
1: normal to say I'm having a shit day I'm having a shit week, let's go for a walk, let's go have coffee something. Yeah I think when we first started obviously a lot of like family and friends were like oh yeah that's cute like good on you and yeah, stuff but yeah. now it's like our friends are like so proud of us and our family are like so proud of what we're doing so it does like it warms our heart but early days they were like oh yeah like that'll go alright like you might do okay with that Mm. but they didn't saw we didn't didn't see the bigger picture that we saw like yeah we want to influence just about everyone in australia if we can um with our message and that's our long-term goal so but yeah the um i know like our families are so proud of us and like our friends Mm. and stuff and the broader community so it really does inspire us to get going. Yeah. Mum didn't back us at the start. We had
2: 400
3: yeah. buddies yeah. coming
1: last year away. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know, like, oh. What do you spend on it? Right? I reckon you're selling yeah. she yeah. Now she's pretty good to cook this lunch. Yeah. Now she, colors, so. she actually reads out the old Instagram followers. Yeah. She was oh. <laughs> oh, you're almost at 7,000. Oh, my God. How
3: me if you listening That's
0: <laughs> so cute. Um, my parents were very similar as well. Like when you start, When you start any type of business, I feel like there's always that kind of weird yeah yeah like we don't yeah. not that we don't support it's just like we don't want you to be disappointed
2: and we were sort of the same to you on the fence but we just yeah we've gone ham on it and it's so mm. now which is good
3: yeah you need that as well. we need people in your life that yeah we need need yeah that yeah. 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 yeah
0: exactly you need someone to kind of express some concern shows yeah. they care yeah. but what is your and i was going into what you said your goal is to obviously influence everyone yeah. and go to a lot of schools and sporting clubs etc what's the, we'll talk about the sh- more short-term goal, and then I want you to chat about the long-term. What's the six to 12 months?
1: Six to 12 months, will be hopefully representing our school program um, to schools within Victoria.
2: Yeah, um, I'm hoping by the end of the year we can go to every football and football club on the peninsula, really hit that where we're from, and then, yeah, hopefully spread to wide. and then obviously the sixth year or whatever it is plan is being one of the biggest mental health organisations in the country. Yeah.
3: Uh, no? That. No, How no, that? The only other one is that we have a corporate business offering as well. So we've recognised that in COVID a lot of business has been done from home. So just yeah. reconnecting these businesses and recognising that our mental health would have been impacted. So just reconnecting employees, I guess.
0: That's a great idea. Side note, I really like that. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that, like that's fantastic. But I think that's a good idea with, um, like, as you were saying, with older generations. They're not as educated, like I swear, My parents and older people, obviously have mental health issues, but unaware of it. So I feel like that's a really good way to connect, especially out to people. I swear my sister didn't want to go to back, work, back to work. Yeah. Mm. She was like, I'm so anxious about going back to the office. And I was like, what do you mean? You weren't there that long ago. And she was like, oh, it was two years. And I was like,
3: fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't
0: yeah. want to go back to the office. How did you guys feel about like going back to school and interacting with kids after COVID? Oh, was pretty anxious. Yeah.
2: Going from lockdown, just like sitting on the couch every day, doing your online classes with the kids, going mm. for a walk once a day to going to footy, going to the
1: gym, going to see friends every weekend. It's like zero to 100 real quick. I was pretty anxious going out. Yeah. I was like super keen to get out of lockdown. Mm. It's like, like, I'm like a real big routine person and like getting into your everyday life sort of stuff. And sitting at home, like working but not really working, I'm sort of like doing my head in.
3: Yeah, I'm the exact same with that, that the working from home wasn't for me. And I found it extremely tough just motivated to keep going Yeah, so to go back to work and that was yeah a huge benefit for me
0: definitely demotivating yeah. have you I want to ask you in particular but have yeah. you found like with younger kids and maybe talking to them about older older year levels have you found younger kids are more open with their feelings than older kids
3: absolutely and they have to be because that's all they've known the only thing I'd say with it is to come out of this pandemic is kids aren't sure how to Behave socially yeah. now. Someone will fall over in the schoolyard, and for two years, mum was there to pick them up, and now they fall over and they look up, and no one's there. and How are you supposed to behave? so? <laughs> no, <I'm supposed laughs> just as an Thanks. example. But <laughs> i really actually. bad at something else <laughs> I know you
0: are saying how you want to like desensitize yeah, yeah. and um I, do you guys know, um side note I might cut this out I don't know you know the Zoop Network that yep. podcast next
2: week, uh,
0: yeah next yeah month. they're fantastic yeah. um I messaged them as well um I went on their podcast and they came on mine um they did it when, when someone reviewed our podcast they wrote in it like someone wrote an article about the podcast I did with them, and they wrote in it Georgia continues to like desensitize herself. <laughs> like she, she said it in a nice way. She was yeah. like, she uses humor to cope. like, God, oh, I do. Like that's just the way. Anyway, so don't take offense if I say anything it, bad. Um, that's just the way I feel like I've progressed with it. Um, but that's what interesting to see because I feel like um, if kids are more open with their feelings at a young age, it means they'll follow through. Because there's always that like age between. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, 'cause obviously deal with all of the year levels between like 15 and 16, where kids shut off. I know how I was with my parents, and I was the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. Um,
2: it's embarrassing looking back on it. Oh, so like, embarrassing. You know, you're going public with mum and dad, you're like, Now I'm like, can else. you guys
0: come to lunch with me? Yeah,
2: Literally,
3: literally.
0: Now I'm like holding their hands down the street, <laughs> and they're like, the fuck <laughs> they literally say out loud later than me. I'm not joking.
2: Oh,
3: awesome, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I love What's with
0: um, weekdays? Yeah. 9.30?
1: It's late.
0: What, the hell? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? No, like, just here, 8:00 8:00 there,
1: right? What? Yeah, <laughs> You're probably on your phone for
0: four hours. Right? What time what do you 15? wake up? Ah, uh, shit. 5.30. So. Well, that's like 12 hours of sleep. Yeah, it's a sleep.
3: Mm. Yeah. you're having that good recovery time what about you, you two oh, 10 after six.
0: you guys should teach about sleep as well yeah, you know, you in, know, your, in your programs because I read I, I'll recommend you guys a few books as well because I feel like these are really good um, but yeah let's go on to further goal obviously you said yeah you want to be able to do your programs in the peninsula what's the two year three year four year goal
1: yeah, hopefully in two or three years, Speaking Share is obviously known um, nationwide in Australia, and then hopefully there's facilitators all over um, each state presenting our school programs and our sporting club programs whilst we're also running them as well. Mm. But we'd love to get more people on board eventually. We want like Speaking Share to be a pretty big team. Yeah.
3: Not just the three of us.
0: Yeah, you need a team.
3: Yeah. yeah. We've recognised that through the, the different programs that we do so the school program, the sporting club program, the business corporate program. Yeah. But I think like that two, to three-year goal is developing other ways that we can reach more people. And yeah. we've already got a few little ideas about how that might look, so just continuing to develop that.
1: And we have also run, like, two community events um, locally, which went really well. So that'll be another one that we push mm. to um, connect with others and broaden our community.
3: Mm.
0: What do you, and I want to finish on... I'll ask you all a question, and you can answer individually. What do you think, besides the program... What do you guys think needs to change in the mental health system? I don't know if you guys know much about, like, psychs or Medicare and stuff like that, or even just the way things are run with psychologists. What do you think is one thing that you want to change?
3: I can start with, we had, and it might have changed now with the new government and that, but we had $10 million put into psychologists, which is amazing. They need all the money that they can receive. But the actual mental health game is, is hard to receive funding and to bring other resources out. So if we could change something, it would be just more awareness in even things we're doing and there's a lot of great programs out there. Yeah, more
0: funding for things like that. They
3: need to keep growing and they need to keep reaching a heap of people and we want to be speaking to people while they are good and while they're going well so then mm. if something does happen, they've got these resources and they're connected and they know how to get through it.
0: Girl, $10 million isn't even enough for my site like oh. she needs to get paid mm, yeah.
3: <laughs> like what mm, that's yeah. nothing
0: like in the scheme of things you know how many people see psychologists? Yeah. that's why did at all yeah.
2: um but yeah <laughs> i had two things probably getting like school is really hard there should be like mental health broken subjects mm. not obviously called a mental health subject but like an upbeat sort of class that kids do for a semester or whatever and they learn like yeah, what's school talking to their mates similar to like our school program yeah um and then one that i was really shocked with and really disappointed by um, was we did a mental health first aid course earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, and I was going to pers- ask you. The you person know. that ran that actually said that a lot of doctors or GPs aren't trained in the mental health um, sector. So if someone has an issue, they go to the GP and the GP handles an antidepressant straight away yeah. and says, take these, yep. which is what my friend Josh did. And once you take yeah. them, you're on an emotional roller coaster. Once you don't take them, you feel like shit. Yep. And once you do take them, you feel like a robot. Um, yep. So that's something that I think needs to be... Um, yeah, something is wrong
0: today. It's not good enough. I think. Yeah, and on that, um, I don't know if any of you guys are on medication, but it's exactly that. And um, there's this book called "The uh, Lost Connections." I uh, don't know if you know, it, but basically it chats about how yeah, when doctors handle off to antidepressants and then you up your dose because you feel worse again and then you up your dose. It's basically like I like to say it's walking on a broken leg and just having painkillers, but yeah. she's never gonna change. I really angry
2: when I found out that. It's like, fucked. When my mate was struggling, you probably had just a minor anxiety, He goes to the GP, they go, I'll take this. Yeah.
3: And he doesn't take and it just goes up and up and up. Yeah. And one thing I will add, that it is real situational, like, that's not all GPs and that's yeah. not all people who yeah, yeah, are yeah, but yeah. it is just some of the things that we've seen. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and yeah, it's definitely not like, there's circumstances that medication is 100% needed oh, sure. yeah. and yeah. relevant and, and really yeah. helps. But there's all, I feel like it is a bit of a cop-out. Um, and a lot of... Like, my first doctor was not trained in mental health. And you could just tell. Like, I asked 10 questions. Like, do you want to die? I'm like, I don't know. Some days um, some mm. days I'm, like, ecstatic. Yeah. And she was like, okay, here's this. And I'm like, cool. Um, but now I have one who is trained in mental health and she's
1: fantastic. Yeah, but, really
0: yeah, cool. they definitely all need to be yeah. trained in mental health. Yeah,
1: so I was going to say that as well. Like, I was pretty shocked. If, yeah. You could go down to your local GP and they wouldn't know and help you with your mental health. But... Um, with so much money being thrown around in the mental health sector, I think we've been lucky enough to put on two suicide prevention courses for our community um, and they've been great. I think we've had 30 and 40 people at each one. I think if like our community, each community could provide that free of charge to yeah. anyone who wants to go and learn about mental health and how to save their friend from suicidal thoughts or where to refer them to. That would be incredible. Or even mandate it, just like if you play at a local footy club, 80 plus, like you have got to do this course or something. Mm-hmm. But, like all leaders in the community, whether that be like your local footy coach or your teacher, or... shouldn't have
0: to be trained. Yeah, hundred percent. Like,
1: the owner of IGA at your local um, shops, like, everyone's got to do their first aid course, pretty much. Correct. Much, so you should be. Should have to be yeah, I had
0: to do it to work like, at the gym. Yeah, like hell? Exactly. Yeah, like that's so. It, well, it's not silly, but you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it should be a requirement for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But did you get anything out of that course? Did you like the course?
2: Um, we had an average presenter, but I okay. learned learnt heaps. Yeah. Um, just on... Well, oh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. No, she was okay. She was okay. okay. Um, but I, I thought she'd still be fine. The yeah. different types of mental health disorders and what they look like sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, Spoke about like schizophrenia, um, which I had no idea
1: about. So that yeah. was pretty insightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely learnt like a lot. Like It's a pretty jam-packed course over two days. And it probably could be spread over like a few more days. But it definitely... Um, as much they could. Yeah, it, we, we definitely learn a lot, like there's some things that we had
3: no idea about so it, it was great to do. Absolutely. It's a hard thing to present. about? How do you make it fun? It's hard to shorten it. it. Yeah.
0: How do you make people not sad about yeah, it, basically. I'm, yeah, yeah, um, But ending that yeah. one a fantastically lovely night. Um, how are you guys feeling about your drop and what are you excited about for the future?
1: with the hoodie drop yeah yeah we're pretty stoked like we sold 200 hoodies last night in two minutes and we had a lot of people miss out so um just the support like we honestly wouldn't be here without the support of our community we would have like stopped speaking share a while ago if, you know people weren't backing us and loving our message and starting those conversations within our community so pretty stoked with the drop and moving forward it's like we've got more hoodie hoodie drops planned and we really want to get our school program going like we're three teachers and doing some relief work and working part time is great at the moment, but we want Speaking Share to be our full time career and yeah. Um, yeah. hopefully forever.
2: Yeah, no, it's exciting. I think a couple of months ago, we sort of just felt like we're on a treadmill and going nowhere. Yeah. we struggling to get Instagram content up, felt like we're grinding away and going it's nowhere. Hard. But now, like we're in footy clubs now, the school program's coming along, and as Nate said, the hoodies sold pretty quickly, so um, it's really exciting.
3: Mm-hmm. We've always said it's been it's a hard one to measure your success, so when you have little wins like the hoodies or someone might send you a message out of the blue it's it's always a nice thing to use.
0: Yeah I agree even a little message it's like oh yeah it's all worth worth it. (laughs) We we
1: get so many messages each week saying you know I never used to talk and now my mum's taking me to see a psychologist. Oh that's lovely. And like that's coming from like 16 16 year old males and we get inundated with messages so we yeah we can't measure influence but that does help us. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It just makes you hungry. You
0: just want more. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This is the first time we met, and it was fantastic. <laughs> I'm very, very grateful. I knew that when I messaged you guys, I was like, oh, fair enough. They can't be bothered. But I'm very grateful that you guys came on, and you guys did amazing. No, no, I know no, it's you probably can't. your 100th podcast for the week, <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no. but it's good.
3: More awesome publicity. Podcast. Thanks so much. Uh,
0: thanks having thank having you. Us. Bye. You Mute good job guys nice. you're all very good speakers is that you're school programs uh, <laughs> I, gotta, like, I think we bounce off each other pretty
1: much yeah.